I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all, thanks for tuning in again this week. I hope your week has been going well. Um, I don't know if some of you people who know me, uh, which I imagine most of y'all that are listening probably do know me, um, but y'all might remember the story of when I was ran over uh, when I was 20. So that was like 19 years ago, uh, which is kind of crazy when you start backtracking and you're like, wow, I was in high school how many years ago? Or, you know, I did this thing how many years ago? And you're like, that really pr- puts my whole life in perspective of how old I am. <laughs> so anyways, um, I I don't know. I keep all these papers. Do y'all do this? Um, where you just hoard everything? You're like, I might need that one day. Or, you know, I can never throw anything away. I don't, I don't know why I'm like this. But I used to keep like parking tickets I had or... I don't know, literally I I would keep everything. So one of the things I have kept was a police report that happened when I was ran over when I was 20. So for y'all that don't know the story, um, I went to a conference. It was a conference um, that my job was a part of and I had to go and we went down to Jacksonville, Florida. And um, anyway, so for one of the free days, my bosses and I went to this beach and they went and rented wave runners and um, I stayed on the beach but it was a drive-up beach and I was I remember thinking when we got there like wow this seems like a really bad idea (laughs) but everybody had parked their cars and was laying out next to their cards and I just remember thinking like this is kind of weird and crazy and whatever but you know I was 20 and I was like yeah well you know Everybody else is doing it. So I um, put down a towel, put down, I guess it was a life jacket or something that I was laying in, and I fell asleep, and I woke up to a car running over me, and it was like a Dodge Intrepid, so it was kind of low to the ground, and I remember when I woke up, um, I was completely underneath the car, so all like uh, the front and the back wheel was on one side of me. And then the other front and the back wheel was on the other side of me. And I woke up and I, as soon as I woke up, I was like, God, please don't let me die. And then I just started screaming. And then the guy put it in reverse and then ran back over me the other way. Um, And anyways, that was kind of crazy. And I I had, um, I guess he had been drinking also, I don't even think that you really need to be drinking to accidentally run over somebody in a drive-up beach. I mean, I really don't feel like I could put him at too much fault here. Uh, but I remember he he got out and, you know, his wife was cussing him out. And um, he came and ran up. To, uh, he was like, hey, please don't sue me. And I'm like, it's all good, <laughs> you know. And, um, and it was just really one of those experiences where... You're like, wow, I can't believe I'm alive right now. And um, and then I just 
got filled with the Holy Spirit and I just started talking to him about the Lord. And of course, you know, he's kind of receptive because he's like, oh my gosh, I just ran over somebody and um, try not to get her to sue me. So sure, tell me whatever you want to tell me. And I was like, you know, hey, you're upset. Let me pray for you right now. And you know, whatever. And my bosses came running up. They're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And so I didn't have insurance at the time because I had forgot to sign up for it through my job. That was my fault, you know, being 20 and dumb and not being responsible. So anyways, we went up to, I guess it was like the equivalent of Grady in Georgia. Um, and, uh, I don't even remember the hospital in Florida. So we went up there and they're like, yeah, you don't have insurance. So good luck. Uh, so they kind of did, they're like, here's some stuff to dress your wounds. Um, and you know, I had like some burns from underneath the car and some oil and, um, concussion. I remember when I first got in there, though, a whole bunch of doctors were around me and they're like, oh my gosh, like how, like how long are they going to let people drive up on this beach? This is like the umpteenth person who's gotten ran over. You know, I guess somebody had died their last year from being ran over. And, um, and so anyways, all that to say, I ended up having a concussion and some burns and, you know, bruises and scrapes and stuff like that. Um, and then like a rotary cuff injury on my arm and my shoulder. Um, and, you know, all that to say, like, I came out of that pretty good. Um, I just, it was just very interesting because after that, I really did have some PTSD when it came to uh, being around cars, even if I was walking in the parking lot. And even to this day, if I'm, I'm like, there's a car on the road and we need to make sure we're out of the way. It's just kind of one of those things where your brain's like protect mode. Um, uh, so anyways, that that was a little traumatic but it is really funny because in the police report, they drew the scene <laughs> and it's like the beach with the ocean and then a person and a car running over the person <laughs> and it says not to scale. And so anyways, I'll put that up on my Instagram, um, my walk with Jesus podcast, Instagram. I just thought that was kind of amusing at this point. Uh, but I'm thankful that God was kind and he delivered me in that, you know, funny situation, funny mean, meaning like, um, maybe that's not the right word. Just one of the situations that could have been avoided if maybe I used a little more wisdom and maybe if they had better rules there also, you know, for us people in society who isn't going to use some common sense. Um, and that guy, he thought I was a float, you know, I mean, again, totally don't blame him. It was just a weird circumstance, um, situation. But I do want to say though, I think that was really, now that I look back on it, it was really kind of the gateway that started me on, um, being addicted to, uh, pills. So they were writing me prescriptions to oxycodone and I was just taking it, you know, and I mean, I was in a lot of pain. I wasn't allowed to drive for a little while because of my shoulder. Um, but I just remember, Especially if you are a person that has a hard time dealing with reality in a functional way with like good um, conflict resolution skills and things like that. Um, if you already kind of struggle with that when you have, whether it's alcohol or pills or something like that, and it makes you feel like, wow, like I can deal with anything. This is cool, you know, and that was really a great thing to me at the time. And so um, I was walking with God at the time, but it wasn't long after that that um, I really wasn't. And I don't blame 
pills for that. I mean, obviously, it's my choice to pursue things that were of my flesh and not of the spirit. And we know how the Bible, you know, warns us of these things um, and to be of sober mind and all this. And and we know what our flesh wants, our, our flesh lust after the things our flesh our flesh once I said flush like flush the toilet anyway sh- probably should have flushed those pills down the toilet but uh and again I'm not I don't know I'm not trying to be hardcore legalistic like you should never take any pain medication or anything like that but I know um for me it was a stumbling block and I allowed it to be and um and you know I make my own choices so it was just kind of interesting to kind of reflect back on how all that kind of started. And sometimes it's just not very enjoyable to uh, relive past stuff when you go back and you think of like, wow, man, that was a bummer, you know, and wow, look at how I allow these things in my life to become stumbling blocks or uh, to bring me further from the Lord or that I chose to appease my flesh more in this instead of, you know, wanting to walk in, in the spirit and I'm kind of talking about a bigger picture right now instead of just the pills. Um, but the pills definitely did kind of open up a door for me, for me to have more of a lust problem when it came to wanting to numb my mind, I guess. Um, anyway, but a couple of weeks ago, I was reading in Deuteronomy 8. And so y'all are going to have to just kind of stick with me to see how this ties together. Um I think this is kind of tied to anything, Uh, but Deuteronomy 8, uh, verses 2 through 6. So this is Moses. He's kind of recounting all the times and how God delivered the Israelites out of Egypt and all this. So starting in verse 2, it says, And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee, to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. I mean, that right there, can we pause is that a good time to reflect right now and say everything in our life God is allowing or pointing in our life and you know it's to truly glor- glorify him and to bring us closer to him and how are we doing with this are we al- allowing God to teach us through these hard times um are we clinging to him or are we not and then verse 3, And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. So pause again. I think it's also to remember that God oftentimes allows certain situations to happen to cause us to depend on him more. Because we get prideful and we depend on ourselves, and we start getting all fluffed up and um, not even remembering who God is. Um, and we start putting ourselves in the throne. So we need to remember that it's by the word of God that we live. It's by him and his grace, right? Okay, verse 4. Thy raiment waxed not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these 40 years. So God took care of them, right? And he takes care of us. Verse 5. Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord God chasteneth thee. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. Um, anyways, I just think that is really good to reflect and to think about um, just kind of how we live our life and the choices that we make and do we take every opportunity to glorify the Lord and to trust him, to lean in him and to um, 
act like he is the necessity of living because he is. But oftentimes we lean on our own ways and the things that the world has to offer. And then we get all frustrated when it doesn't work out because, you know, it's not the Lord. So verses 11 through 17. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God and not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, there was no water who brought thee forth water out of the rock flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end. And thou say in thine heart, my power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. So after all is said and done and all the things that the Israelites went through, you know, when things start getting good again, then they say, oh, yeah, look what I've done. I've built me this place. I've worked really hard. I got myself here. And then you get all prideful and you forget how God has delivered you and brought you through everything and how you were, you know, in a spot where you really had to depend on the Lord. And so for us now, you know, maybe you're in a spot where you're not being um, having to, um, you know, I don't know have anything hard in your life right now or anything tough and things feel you know really cush and good are you getting prideful and saying man I have sure built myself an awesome kingdom right here <laughs> look of all the things I've done by my hand um, you just got to constantly check your heart and really take time I think it's really important every day to take time and say you know wow, God, thank you for this shelter over my head. And thank you for this food I have to eat. And thank you for this really comfortable pillow for my old lady neck. You know, <laughs> thank you. I don't have to sleep on a rock. Thank you for the air conditioner in my house. Thank you for all these things. Like if you name all the blessings that you are recognizing that God has given you and that's not come out of your own hand, hopefully it will keep you humble and keep you to remember all the things that it is like God that's providing it for you. Right. Um, and Anyways, um, I also had come across this uh, verse. Uh, it's in John 9, and it's about Jesus healing the blind man. So in verses 4 and 5, it says, I must work the works of him that sent me. While it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And I just think it's so good to remember that, you know, we remember all the things that we've gone through and that God has allowed and appointed and all the things that God has delivered us from. And we say, okay, he's delivered me from these things. I am able and I want to be willing to do his will. And so because I am able, he made it so. And so I must do his work and I must let his light shine through me because I'm still here while it's day. It's not night yet. God isn't coming back yet. I'm not dead yet. And so what can I do now in my um, able body uh, that he has delivered me time and time uh, from so many situations, right? And I bet you can also agree in your own life that God has delivered you from so many things. You might be like, my life's always been great, 100%. Nothing has ever happened. But I bet if you sit there and you just think from the time you were born until now, how many things have happened in your life that were tough situations, that were hard, that were hard relationships, that things have, you know, been taken away and, um, you know, whether it's people or just whatever, and just 
how God's hand has, has been in through all that. And does that mean that you never suffer? Obviously not. You know, I mean, there's suffering in this world. This is a fallen world. Sin has entered the world. This is not heaven. Uh, But can you recognize where God has been? And can you recognize where you have shut God out? Where maybe God could have done more work in your situation, but you would not allow him to. So we, I think, really have to be careful and humble enough to allow God to work in our lives Um, in our situations to not get bitter or hard-hearted or stiff-necked and I have this struggle myself where sometimes things will happen or God allows certain things and I want to protect myself and I don't want to get hurt and so instead of being moldable and pliable with the Lord and trusting him I want to safeguard my heart I want to do the things that I think Um, are going to be best for me and in that I take the control back into my own hands and drive my stupid car off a cliff (laughs) instead of you know trusting the the one who made uh, the navigation uh, to get me and you know where I need to be safely I mean I don't even know where I'm going right the Lord he's the one that directs my steps and so I need to trust him so I just think it's good I hope that you also reflect in your own life you know your past and your present now not to remember and beat yourself up about things but just to take a minute to thank God and to um, just really ask him what you can be doing in your life right now that will be remembering all the things that he's done to praise his name and to walk better with him okay so I actually have three songs to add to the playlist this week I didn't think I listened to Hillsong so much and I don't I like Hillsong. I don't even want to make it sound <laughs> like I'm down in them. Um, but I I don't know. It's like I don't want to like Hillsong as much as I apparently do. But I feel like they make like all the recent uh, worship songs lately that I like. Anyway, um, so our church has actually sung this song this last Sunday. And I just love it. It's Waymaker by Leland. Look, that's not even Hillsong. Is it? I don't know. That's not even Hillsong. I don't know why I got that. That's because the next two songs is Hillsong. All right. Anyways, so sorry. I did not drink coffee today. Um, sounds like I did. Okay. So Waymaker by Leland. So some of the lyrics are Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, My God, That is Who You Are. Let's sing this together. Even when I don't see it, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. I really love that part when it says, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Because sometimes you can get in these spots where you feel hopeless or you just feel stagnant or you feel like the enemy is winning or, you know, you want to take revenge in your own hands and whatever. And just remembering that, like, I'm a human I have limited knowledge, you know, I'm not omniscient and I'm not omnipresent. I can't be everywhere. But even when I don't see it, even when I don't feel it, God's working. And even though I can't see all the things he does, and even though I don't know all the things he does, he does. I have to, I have to trust um, what he's doing. I have to trust him. I have to leave that control into him. That is a good prayer (laughs) to pray for yourself. Like, let me uh, not be so controlling and let me trust you, Father, um, because I know you are the only one who knows what they're doing in this whole entire universe. So 
And then the next song is None But Jesus by Hillsong United. Uh, it says, In the chaos and the confusion, I know you're sovereign still. In the moment of my weakness, you give me grace to do your will. When you call, I won't delay. This my song through all my days, because there's no one else for me. None but Jesus, crucified to set me free. Now I live to bring him praise. All my delight is in you, Lord. All of my hope, all of my strength, all my delight is in you, Lord, forevermore. I thought those lyrics were really sweet. And then uh, the last song is Thank You, Jesus by Hillsong Worship. And it's and this is a simple song. It says, Thank you, Jesus, you set me free. Christ my Savior, you rescued me. Thank you, Jesus, you set me free. Christ my Savior, you rescued me. You've given me life. You've opened my eyes. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. You've entered my heart. You've set me apart. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. So if you want to head over, um, I'll link the playlist in the show notes. Head over to the Spotify list um, and listen to that. I think there's just a lot of good songs I put together in there um, for me that I like that just really help me to worship the Lord. And again, I think a lot of times your attitude, your perspective is going to be influenced by what you listen to and what you watch and who you're around and all that kind of stuff. So if you can put more godly things that are speaking of God and praising him and, you know, that are helping you keep your mind on the things above, set your affections and the things above, um, it's really going to help you in the long run. So you guys, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. Bye.